0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com. t Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close.
1: First of three meetings this year between the Sabres and the Panthers happening at Key Bank Center this evening Hope you join us for our 630 coverage on MSG. It's all part of Military Appreciation Night. Marty will be uh, joined, as we will, through the entirety of the broadcast, some uh, wonderful Sabres alum. I think this is uh, visit number 1,692 from Darren Dreger, our hockey insider here on (laughs) Sabres Live. Dregs, uh, is actually uh, pretty significant news within the Eastern Conference today, although... Technically not surprising based on the turmoil that Columbus found themselves in at the start of the year and the results to date, but uh, they are now in search of a new GM after the departure of Yarmo Kekalainen.
2: Yeah, you know, it, it, it just seems like it was imminently going to happen, right? With all due respect to Yarmo Kekalainen, who, you know, he's been around the hockey world his entire life. Uh, he's done some very good things for the Columbus Blue Jackets organization. But it was like this season was destined to fail before it even started. You know, you go back to the obvious drama and turmoil around the hiring of Mike Babcock and, more importantly, how that quickly disintegrated. And then they elevate Pascal Vincent to the role of, of general manager. And, look, I mean, there's reason to believe that Vincent is a good NHL head coach, Um, but it hasn't worked out for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Their new signings in uh, Johnny Goodrow, I mean, go down the list. It, It just hasn't worked out. So I inquired with Columbus probably a couple of weeks ago, and you always hate to ask these questions, like does your general manager have the authority to make moves? Because if he doesn't have that level of authority, then why is he the GM? But given everything that was going sideways in Columbus, I thought it was a fair and reasonable question to ask. And the answer was, yes, he has the authority. So now you fast forward to the news of the day where Yarmo is out and John Davidson has accepted the role of general manager on an interim uh, position. And it seems pretty clear, doesn't it, that they're looking at the looming NHL trade deadline, the decisions that have to be made. And then beyond that. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got preparation for the draft and all the, the the big moments that go into the building of an organization in the season, and you make the decision that you had to make in removing Narmo his position. So predictable, I suppose, but the timing of it only makes sense because of what's right around the corner, and that's the trade deadline.
3: And now you put on X this morning that you wouldn't be surprised if John Davidson at least calls Jeff Molson and the Montreal Canadiens and inquire on Jeff Gordon because they work together in New York, right? John Davidson was president, mm-hmm. Jeff Gordon was the GM, but Jeff Gordon's the president of Hockey Ops in, in Montreal. Would Would he be interested in going to a GM job or would the Canadians even be open to that?
2: Well, I mean, technically, Jeff Molson is the president of the Montreal Canadiens. So, I mean, you're splitting hairs when you, you try and dissect the labeling or the positioning of of any high-ranking executive, and Jeff Gorton is 100% that. The only reason it makes sense, even from a speculative standpoint, is the history of Davidson and Jeff Gorton with the New York Rangers, and if, capital I-F, if Jeff Gorton still has the juices that flow in being the hourly decision making that you have to have when you're an NHL general manager, I'm sure he's happy in the role that he has in Montreal, works well, of course, with general manager Ken Hughes. But if you're Davidson, the Columbus Blue Jackets, it feels like they need an injection of experience there, right? There's so many things that have to get determined and moved in a relatively short period of time. I think it's just part of the process. Don't you have to make the call? and say, you know, can we have permission? If Jeff Molson says absolutely not, all right, end of the, the quest there, and you move on to whoever else is, is on your list and you're developing shortlists. So a very speculative tweet on X. I can appreciate that, but, you know, given how all of the pieces of that puzzle seem to fit in place, I'd be, I'd be very surprised if Davidson didn't make that call to the Canadians.
1: Pretty sure there's no other kind of uh, posts on X other than speculative. But anyway, um, <laughs> as far as uh, sure. the rest of the shortlist is concerned, uh, who might be the candidates? And more importantly, and I might be in the minority here, I really don't think Columbus is that far away from being good. Uh, I yeah. like a lot of their prospects, um, you know, but shortlist for GMs and how active or like what might be their big play at the deadline.
2: Well, it's hard to decide and determine a short list because as Davidson has acknowledged, you know, they're really just getting involved. So what you're going to see, you know, the usual names that are, are thrown out there, um, you know, Chuck Fletcher's name will be out there. Mark Hunter's name will be out there. You know, people wonder, fairly wonder if the National Hockey League and the commissioner's office is finally going to allow Stan Bowman back into the hockey world. And if so, you know, is Columbus willing to, to go down that path? And, you know, then you'll have the assistant general manager's names at surface, but then that's, that's where it gets complicated too, right? I mean, how many clubs, we just talked about Jeff Gorton, who is, is happily employed by the Montreal Canadiens. How many clubs are going to allow their assistant general managers or one of their executives at this point of the regular season to jump ship and join the Columbus Blue Jackets? And, there probably wouldn't be that many. You know, I think of uh, Brandon Pridham who, you know, does so many great things for the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's ready to be an NHL general manager. Some already have him pegged to go to join Kyle Dumas in Pittsburgh when his contract expires. So, you're going to get all of that. So, that's why I'm I'm waffling a little bit at establishing a shortlist uh just because You know, you do have to allow the process. There'll be so many names. There'll be too many to count that surface here in the days ahead.
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Is your reward, Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
3: More speculation on social media this morning uh, has maybe Jake Allen uh, joining the Colorado Avalanche at some point. Um, you put a, a, a tweet out there saying there's hasn't been conversation over the last few days, but it's 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 a possibility. Jacob Markstrom is now number one on TSN's straight bait board. That's because right. Calgary in my opinion, should move the netminder with two years left at uh, six million. Are we finally going to see the goalie market kind of move around? Because I, I've been bored with this uh, pause in the goalie market all year.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, whether it's the goalie market or it's the defence market or it's the market period, let's just get something going here, please. I mean, we've had two meaningful trades and both centres and Lindholm and Monaghan getting moved, and since then it's been a a stalemate. And, you know, again, that speaks to the parity of the National Hockey League and and teams making decisions on whether or not they're going to move out their unrestricted free agents and all of that. I get that. You know, to be clear, you know, my Montreal source tells me that there hasn't been any conversation with the Colorado avalanche on Jake Allen in probably 10 days. Now they have had conversation about Jake Allen. So I get that and and maybe it isn't dead, but as was tweeted earlier, and as we have this conversation, there's certainly no trade that's even close that would send Jake Allen to Colorado, but maybe they can get something going. Um, as far as Jacob Markstrom and the Calgary flames, um, If you're Tom Fitzgerald and the New Jersey Devils, you know you need a real upgrade in goals. Now, Markstrom has not been asked to waive his no-move clause. That—that's first and foremost. That has to happen. Would he move or would he waive to go to New Jersey? I think he would. I don't know that for sure. I think he would. I think the hesitation, though, from New Jersey's standpoint is they don't want to invest the kind of money that you have to invest, even though Markstrom is bringing his contract along for the ride. So they probably, probably want Calgary to eat some of that dough. And if you're Craig Conroy, are you going, really? Why would I do you a favor in Tom Fitzgerald when you're the guy that needs a goalie, and I don't know that I actually want to trade my goaltender in Jacob Markstrom. So something is going to happen, but there's enough intrigue and dialogue out there that it felt appropriate to put Jacob Markstrom based on his status alone at the top of our trade bait list.
1: Um, I would take Soros over Markstrom, so how likely is Saros uh, to be dealt, given that Nashville is teetering as well? And given that you've talked about Fleury before, and now that Minnesota's right back in the race, should we assume that yeah. Fleury will remain with the Wild?
2: Yeah, well, that'll be up to Marc-Andre Fleury. If Marc-Andre Fleury believes that he wants to stay in the fight with the Minnesota Wild, um, and why shouldn't he, right? I mean, the Wild have played better of late. How many have they won four in a row now? Um, yes. so things are, are, they're, they're, they're tracking in the right direction. I talked to Billy Garen about this yesterday, not specific to flurry, just in general. And he said, he likes the way his team is trending for now. They're going to stand pat. So they've got several games between now and, and March eight. If the bottom falls out again, then I think, yeah, you have to revisit that with, with flurry. And maybe the same applies to Saros and the Nashville predators. I just, Again, when you're talking about names, especially like Saros and Markstrom, we know where Flurry's at in his career, right? I mean, it's basically over. Um, but in Saros and in Markstrom, there's still plenty of game left in both those guys. You've got to get a package in return that is not only worthwhile, it's basically over the top. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. And if a guy like Tom Fitzgerald is waffling, on what he has to pay and maybe needs salary retention to make Jacob Markstrom make sense. What does the deal look like for Saros, right? I mean, so those deals to me make more sense in the offseason because you're not tearing apart your roster if you're a contending team or a team that's trying to lock down a spot in the playoffs to acquire that piece. So it is, as Marty, as Marty uh, suggested. It's a bit of a boring topic because nothing's going on in the goalie market, but it's definitely an intriguing market, and I look forward to it kind of getting started again.
3: Anything Sabres-related? Obviously, Casey Milstead continues to have a really good season. He is due for a contract this summer. Ukko Pekalukkanen is due for a contract this summer as well, and he's playing lights out. Uh, When you look at the advanced numbers, he's the best goalie since... You know, the start of uh, 2024 in the National Hockey League and goal save above expectation per game. Um, anything new when it comes to the Sabres? They've no. had injuries now and uh, maybe looking to get better or to trade uh, some of the uh, expiring contracts that they have.
2: Yeah, I think all of that, you know, certainly looking to get better, obviously. But, you know, some of the expiring contracts for sure, uh, you know. Kevin Adams is is one of the general managers that always acknowledges that the calls are coming in and and he's doing what he can do. Um, And and the fact that the calls have picked up and he's gotten more quiet leads me to believe that's getting more serious, right? That doesn't mean that there's a deal on any of the pieces that you've just suggested, Marty, imminently going to happen. But there must be enough intrigue on some of those pieces for him to be kind of okay hold on a minute now I, I i just i need to just focus on what i need to focus on moving forward leading up to the trade deadline and make a decision that i think is going to help this organization so he's tightened up a little bit of late in the last few days and normally for guys like me been doing this a long time that's an indication that the calls are intensifying, and they're getting more to the point. And I think most general managers in the situation that Kevin Adams is in would, would agree and, and uh, acknowledge the same sort of intensity building.
1: Drakes, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again next week.
2: Okay, guys, have a great weekend.
1: There he is, Darren Drager, Hockey Insider from TSN. We'll wrap Sabres live on this game day after this.